This is Plant-Based Briefing, Vegan Camping Food for a Family Car Camping Adventure, Part 1, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate articles with permission on a variety of topics related to healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living in about 10 minutes every weekday. Today's article is a little longer than most, so I'm splitting it up into two parts. Part one I'll read today, and then I'll read part two tomorrow. It's from Brigitte Jem of veganfamilykitchen.com. She offers delicious, whole food, plant-based weekly meal plans to make meal planning and batch cooking easier. There's no need to worry about what's for dinner anymore. I subscribe to her meal plans so I can vouch for them. They're simple, they're delicious, and they're so healthy. And you can try them for free. Take her planned and plant-based challenge. You get five dinner recipes, a shopping list, and a clever prep plan to give you stress-free dinners all next week. You can find it all at veganfamilykitchen.com. Now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Vegan Camping Food for a Family Car Camping Adventure, Part 1 by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. Our children are now eight and five. It took my husband and I this long to build up the courage to attempt sleeping in a tent in their company. For our first long weekend adventure, we picked a nearby destination, Golden Ears Provincial Park, and Labor Day weekend, hoping for some good weather. I'm pleased to report that we all survived to tell the tale, and that we ate quite well throughout the weekend. In this blog post, I'll tell you what vegan camping food I packed and how I got organized to cook it. My goal was to avoid spending more than a few minutes putting each meal together. I know some people who enjoy camp cooking, but I didn't want to do significant chopping or bring spices. Still, I wanted to continue eating delicious home-cooked food, using mostly whole ingredients. So, my vegan camping food strategy was to plan and prep ahead. Keep in mind, this was car camping. We even rented a minivan to have more carrying capacity than we do in our small car. Very little of what I share here would be applicable to a backcountry adventure, something Zoe Pellet covers in greater detail, or bike touring. But if you're going car camping for three nights, this vegan camping food strategy should help. Plan all the meals. Our first camping trip was not going to be the weekend when I went freestyle in the camp kitchen, so I made a detailed plan of everything we'd eat and generated grocery and packing lists from there. Dinner. We would be at camp for three dinners, including the first night when we'd be arriving almost at dusk. I would also have to set up camp and get organized. I planned three very simple meals. First, bolognese sauce on top of spaghettini because it cooks super quickly on the first night. The bolo sauce was a leftover from a few weeks ago and frozen in a zip-top bag marked camping, so I wouldn't mistakenly serve it another night. Second, Beyond Sausage hot dogs with sautéed onion as a topping and Eve's tofu dogs for the kids with crudité. And third, Cauliflower chickpea curry with brown rice. The curry was a leftover frozen earlier and also packed in a marked zip-top bag while I cooked the rice for the purpose of the camping trip and froze it. There are no pictures of our dinners, but you have to trust me that it was all delicious. My husband protested a bit at the Beyond Sausages because he prefers to avoid processed food, but he admitted that they were pretty darn tasty. Pro tip. I boiled them in water first before grilling them in my tiny camping skillet. The boiling seemed to take away much of the greasiness and also made sure they were warm throughout. We didn't have enough of a fire to grill the sausages on it. Breakfast included pre-soaked overnight oats in portion jars, Cheerios in a zip-top bag, 
Little tubs of Daya yogurt alternative for the kids, a special treat they chose at the supermarket, as we normally avoid single-serving anything. Single-serving packets of peanut butter and a small container of jam to go with leftover hot dog buns, instant coffee packets for my husband, and fresh fruit, apples, mandarin oranges, strawberries, raspberries, and bananas. I ate the oats for breakfast with a few pieces of fruit thrown in. It was so good, perhaps in part thanks to the beauty of having a solitary breakfast out in the forest while my kids were playing quietly. My husband isn't a breakfast man. He stuck to coffee and fruit, while the kids had their yogurts as well as toast and fruit depending on the day. I lightly grilled the bread in the skillet, and they were happy with that. We didn't start a fire until the afternoon. The soaked overnight oats took a lot of space and were packed in glass, which was fine for car camping but not what I would have done for a hike-in sleepover. In that case, I would have pre-soaked the oats a few days ahead and dehydrated them for a lighter, non-breakable option. What about lunch? At home, lunch is usually an afterthought for me. I plan dinners quite carefully and I love my breakfasts, but for lunch, we mostly eat leftovers or some combination of whatever we can find in the fridge. For vegan camping food, though, without the option of going to the store if we needed something else, I wanted a plan, or two. Plan A for lunches was to rehydrate homemade vegan dehydrated meals from our emergency preparedness kit. Throughout the year, I dehydrate leftovers of various chilies and curries and save in vacuum-sealed bags for emergency purposes. My reasoning is that if we go camping once or twice a year, it gives me an opportunity to refresh my stash. Until this past weekend, I hadn't tested the food, so I also needed a Plan B. Plan B was to eat pasta with veggies and or leftovers from the frozen dinners. I also brought a couple of packages of tofu I would be able to dice and saute, and I knew there would be leftover veggie dog sausages if the situation got desperate. Plan A turned out to be a success. I eyeballed the amount of water required based on the number of portions I had marked on the sealed packets, poured in the dehydrated camping food, and gently reheated on the camp stove for 5 to 10 minutes, stirring occasionally. We had red lentil dal and an African peanut and chickpea stew, combined with some of the reheated rice. My daughter, who loves doll, had multiple helpings. I knew my son wouldn't be into that meal, however, so I also boiled some macaroni for him. With a handful of Daya cheesy shreds, he was absolutely content. We also snacked on the cut veggies and hummus at lunchtime. Snacks. I packed way more snacks than we actually ate as an insurance policy. I made sure to leave them in the trunk of the minivan and to only pull some out strategically at snack time so the kids would still have an appetite for meals. Here's what I had brought along. Dehydrated bananas and watermelon slices, homemade trail mix of peanuts, cranberries, and chocolate chips, veggie straws, lots of energy bars from our emergency preparedness kit, about four of which were eaten, vegan marshmallows, thanks to Dandies, dark chocolate, and S'morables vegan graham crackers, so grateful they exist, and fruit, berries, bananas, apples, mandarin oranges, etc. The one snack or lunch item I really wish I had brought, but which is currently unavailable due to production issues in our area, was smoked tofu. If you can get your hands on some, make sure to pack it to round up your vegan camping food buffet. You just listened to Vegan Camping Food for a Family Car Camping Adventure, Part 1, by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. Please reach out to me on social media or at plantbasedbriefing.com. I'd love to hear from you. And tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article. Thanks for listening.